Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to Kindred Spirits Podcast on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. I am your host, John, and with me is, instead of Ted, I have usually silent producer Brian. Brian, say hello. Hello. Brian, how was your weekend, my friend? Um, You know, it was pretty good. Um, started off a little rocky, which we'll, which we'll talk about, you know, a little bit of ups and downs. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, but in and strong, uh, a lot of time in the sun enjoyed the brief respite from 115, um, heat Oof, index yeah. and, uh, but now we're right back at it. So how about you, John? Yeah, no, I can't complain. Friday night was weird. Uh, we'll, we'll, like you said, we'll get into it. Uh, certainly, uh, certainly a kind of a wacky game down in North Carolina. Uh, but we both got to watch a pretty exciting DC United game on Sunday. So that was, that kind of cleared out the vibes, made us, made us feel a lot more positive about how our weekend went. Uh, but enough of that. Let's talk about what you were listening to this show to hear about. So Washington Spirit played to a 3-3 draw against North Carolina Courage. That's right, another game without a win. But this time, uh, this time they lost the lead three times. So that's something we haven't done in a while. Usually <laughs> that's not what we do. We usually only lose the lead once. Uh, but yes. kind of a kind of a wild kind of a wild game. So from a from a lineup perspective. Uh, it was a game in which we got all of our national team players back, bar uh, Emily Sonnen, who was injured. So, familiar lineup of Aubrey Bledsoe in goal, uh, Kelly O'Hara, Sam Staub, Amber Brooks, uh, Trinity Robin, Anna Helferty, Dorian Bailey, Andy Sullivan, Jordan, who they they still have as DiBiase on Footmobe, uh, Baggett, <laughs> Ashley Sanchez, and Tara McKeown, uh in the lineup. That That is uh, as close to a first-choice lineup as you're going to get. I would say, aside from Brooks, who, by the way, had a pretty decent game, mm-hmm. uh, that's 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 it. That's that's what you're gonna roll with. I made the comment last week on the show, or two weeks ago. I don't remember the last time we had a show. It was basically like, yes, we're excited to get the players back. We should also remember that we've had we had the players uh, in the first half of the season, and while you know the the games were coming fast and you know close close between, they just weren't getting any wins anyway. So they were they were just getting draws all over the place, games that they should have won before they were really too tired with all these players. So it's just med misfiring from the start. But uh, as you see that lineup, you say this is a chance. This is our best chance for the win in quite some time. North Carolina is below us on the table due to four games in hand, which mm-hmm. is hilarious at this point in the season. Uh, DC, uh, Washington Spirit only on eleven points. Uh, it's just it's just rough. It feels uh, real it's bad. It's rough. It feels real bad, man. Particularly after last season, uh, I interviewed I interviewed uh, Julia Rotter today, and we'll get that out for our Patreons uh, early, probably on Wednesday. So that if you want to hear that early, patreoncom slash refugees. Uh, but she, we, we kind of remarked that this season is like the like the photo negative of last season as far as things going your way and things not going your way. Uh, so the game. Let's get let's get right into the game. Let's get to uh, it. Let's get to it. So. Uh, the spirit, I would say, were were definitely in the had the, had the game relatively in hand uh, from the start. There was mm-hmm. they were not really they were not they were not really pressured very much. Uh, the North Carolina continues to they, they've done pretty well against uh, the spirit this year, uh, better than they had in the past. Uh, Ordonez um, is not the player that I'm thinking of. I'm th- trying to think if there was a player for. North Carolina that had uh, really, really dominated uh, against us last year or early in the season, but I, I don't think it was her. 
but that was it, it really it just became after the first goal from trinity that's when the game kind of came alive so trinity scores yes. uh amber brooks slide tackles she's a little far up further up than she normally plays makes a tackle turns the ball over to ashley sanchez ashley sanchez does what she does which is get assists to trinity rodman trinity rodman uh puts it away uh, with authority far far post so the funny thing from the uh, announcer's curse was saying all right the the spirit have been had a problem this year of you know just scoring and putting it away so right now they've got to really just take it easy hold that command that lead and go into the second half uh and then unfortunately three minutes later uh Brittany Ratcliffe uh lays waste to that uh, equalizes uh, well, again, all sort of commentator stuff. They're like, "Oh, there it goes again." That's that's really unfortunate for the spirit. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to manage uh, that that gut punch. And then less than one minute later, <laughs> before halftime, uh, Kelly O'Hara crosses uh, to Tara McKeown. Ke- Kelly O'Hara is pretty far outside the box. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tara McKeown makes a uh, flick on header. Uh, Steph- Casey, Mur- Casey Murphy was out at sea. I don't know. I don't think she'll want to have she'll want to have that one back. She was. Uh, probably 10 yards from her goal and did not make a real play for the ball, just sort of in no, in no man's land. And scores, puts the team up 2-1 at halftime. Feeling pretty good. Feeling yeah. pretty confident about the way things are going at that point. Uh, um, it did not last long. <laughs> Go ahead. No. Um, yeah, I, I was going to say, you mentioned um, Murphy maybe wanting one back. Um, I think you could say the same thing um, for Bledsoe. Um, yep. N- oh yeah. Not, yeah. Uh, n- not. Um, she's not. She's 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 not going to feel good watching that replay of. Uh, that was of the second goal, goal, right? So the, oh, the first, first goal the was the, the first goal was the one where she passed the ball out uh, with her feet to yeah. basically to the other team. I think so. I think so. But but you may you may have got me wrong. But it, it, either way, um, that was one that I that should. She'll she'll want back, so you'll have to uh, you'll have to correct me if that is the second one. I may have got them mixed up. Aubrey Bledsoe last year had a game had a game. She's had like one mistake a year where mm-hmm. she threw the ball directly to uh, an opponent's player and who just like scored uncontested. But that was the only real mistake she had like that. So that's we'll call that 2022's uh, version of that. Gotcha. Trinity Rodman's uh, Trinity Rodman's second goal though Whew. was just was just a I don't know I don't. Know. That was just like a fierce domination of a player. Uh, yes, Trinity Rod Trinity Rodman uh, gets uh, gets played in behind on the left side. She works herself to no angle, uh, cuts back, and then blasts the ball near post right through Murphy uh, to again take the lead for the second time. Three two, fifty six minute. We're thinking, all right, that's got to be it. Obviously, clearly now at this point, there's nothing else to happen. Six minutes later, a penalty of unknown origin. Uh, occurs. Diana or Diana Ordonez scores from the spot. Uh, Bledsoe dives the right way that time, but does not make the stop. Just uh, you know, I, you watch the the replay of the penalty to try to figure out what the play was caused. Nobody knows. Andy Sullivan in the post game says we shouldn't have made the cross to put the ball in that spot for that penalty be, to be called. I believe there was some talking in the locker room before they went into the press room, like I don't want to pay any more fines. Let's, let's just leave it be. Uh, I, I still can't tell you what it was for. I was off the no. ball. Clearly. No, I, 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 I watched the replay in quarter speed. 
if out there in um, NWSL Twitter land, and if anybody can find it, it is NWSL Twitter. If you <laughs> yep, can find the person with the cell phone video that proves it one way or the other, um, I don't know. We'll find something to get you. We'll get you a scarf. We'll get you a sticker. Yeah. You can have a. You can have my spot on the show. Um, <laughs> if 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 you can find definitive proof one way or the other of what exactly happened uh, in the box for that third goal, um, you get a you get a gold star. We need the Zapruder film on the on the grassy knoll to tell us the angle that actually shows us. Because <laughs> I don't think the I don't believe that the the announcers even saw it. So the yeah. their angle, same as everyone that was not there, were unsighted. I'm imagining that uh, if you were there, maybe obvious, obviously you had a better view than the fans at home. But like maybe that was, we I've not heard a lot of complaining from from people close to the team, just the fans who were watching. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, three three. There wasn't really after that a great deal of uh, trouble on the goal. Uh, there, I. I <laughs> Not much else to say. Like the the team was pretty wiped out after this. They know they need to yeah. get wins. They know they let this game slip through their hands multiple times, and they know that this is their this is their lineup. This is their best choice lineup, and they weren't able to get the job done. Players I want to sort of call out uh, for their performance. Obviously, Trinity Rodman with two goals. Yes, uh, it's it's funny when you have a player that young who can so dominate games. Who you're like, I just can't believe she's so young and she's doing this, and then you think. She is the highest paid player in NWL. Clearly, she has the talent to do the, take over games like that. So maybe it's going to get to the point very soon where you just expect it, and mm-hmm. it's more trouble if you don't get it. And maybe we're getting closer to that. Ashley Sanchez is unplayable still, coming back from the national team, playing with extreme confidence. Uh, I think she's trying to nutmeg players now, like on purpose, to get on to just to just to get clips. Uh, but she is absolutely on fire. I think that that's that's great to have her back. Uh, and then other than that, I really wasn't, there wasn't really any players that stood out for me. Uh, obviously no. Terry McKeown scoring her first goal was good, but yeah. And I, and I think McKeown did a good job standing in for Ashley Hatch, um, who I think is, is still coming back from, from injury from duty with the national team. Yes. I think I, I would hope by next game, she is, she's back in form. Julia Rotter, who is out with knee injury is not going to be back, uh, super soon. So that's still some time off. But yeah, I mean, this was uh, this was a game that they really would have liked to win, particularly with all those games in hand for the courage, sort of something that you really want to pick up points from the teams that you are above, but who have games on you. Yes, uh, it's it's not it's it's the season we're in, man. The mm-hmm. next game is against Racing Louisville, who previously in the year I would have said was a guaranteed W that you've got to beat. They are above them in the table. Uh, they are on 13 points. I'm sorry, they're on 11. They're tied for 11 points, but I guess we're above on goal differential. Yes, but they've four. got a they've got a game in hand. So right, that game is away to Louisville. They Louisville just lost to Portland Thorns two to one, but they had come back at halftime. Uh, Alex uh, Shidiak scores a ridiculous goal. I don't know if you I don't know if you happen to see that on the highlights. You basically I talk talk about she. She dribbled. She dribbled the player on the end line with no angle and still manages to score uh, from 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 nothing. It was kind of really amazing. Uh, so that was a game that they were not expected to win, and they didn't. But it was certainly a good performance and something that the spirit should be concerned about going forward defensively. They, I think, they kept Portland to two goals was 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 a bit of a a, a good effort. So that's a mm-hmm. game that 
is on the fifth. So they've got they've got five days. Uh, they played for Friday, so that, that, that's a that's a that's a full week for them. So that's great. That that should help them sort of be ready to go. Hopefully, Ashley Hatch is ready for that. I've not heard anything. Maybe in the midweek press conference, we'll hear. Uh, I mean, they've got to win all their games. I'm not going to call this game a must win. They have to win them right. all. Yes, if, I think that there's a, there's a point at which they get eliminated from the playoffs kind of early in the year, if uh, if they don't. So they got to win this game. <laughs> that's that's what I'll say. The uh, uh, just some some little news and notes, some stats on on this matchup. Uh, the Spirit are tenth in the league in goals per match, which is one. Uh, you you may not know how many teams there are in NWSL, but I believe the answer is twelve. So not not great there. Uh, they are you you know that they have not won in fourteen attempts. That's a, that's a known fact. That's not news to many people that are listening to this show. Uh, Racing has is sixth in goals, only one point one per match. It's funny that between 6 and 10, it's the difference is 0.1. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they haven't won a match in eight attempts. So they've they've been draw city as well. So maybe this is your chance. They have uh, the, the all-time head-to-head is three wins for the Spirit, a draw, and one win for Louisville. So a, a matchup that the Spirit have generally dominated, but this year is somewhat different, isn't it? Yes, yes it is. Uh, the two uh, least informed teams in the NWSL uh, going head-to-head. Um must yeah, see TV I, for me right. for for, uh, <laughs> for uh, casuals for sure. If um, you know, I, I do think it's 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 fair to say that uh, Spirit have been hurt a little bit more than Louisville uh, by international duty. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe if anything, that gives us an edge. So fingers crossed. So that's fingers crossed. That's that for from the game. I think the only thing that I really want to talk about that's kind of notable. And that people are talking about on the... Besides, by the way, very, very good week for NWSL games. I think I watched probably three this weekend. Uh, more than I usually get to. I think just because I stayed up late a lot. Uh, the I want to spotlight the ones that were that were most interesting. The OL Reign Angel City FC game was fantastic. I encourage you hmm. to watch the highlights of that game. OL Reign pulled it out. As I was tr- struggling to keep my eyes open... Because I may have had a bet on a draw, and it was two-two in the 90th minute, and my eyes at one o'clock in the morning were just like, ee, and then they scored. Uh, Tobin Heath scores <laughs> in the in the 92nd. Uh, this league is so uh, wonderful when the players are back from international duty. The difference is dramatic, and I I just wish we could convince NWSL to structure a season in which they can shut down for international duty or not release players for friendlies. Whatever it takes, only tournament release, some some sort of thing, because the difference in league play uh, when they're there is it's, it's just too dramatic. And for a league that's still trying to capture eyeballs, I think they should try to make sure that they have their best players in the field. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The 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 story that was on Sportico this week, uh, a, a story that touches me personally to, to the tune of one hundred and forty five dollars. NWSL sponsor Voyager, a crypto uh, platform slash lender and lender is why they're in trouble uh went under to file is trying to attempt to file for chapter 11 bankruptcy you'll remember uh at the beginning of the season there was an agreement signed with the league between voyager where they gave some money to nwsl for being the i believe the crypto official crypto sponsor back in the uh the glory days of bitcoin at 50k or whatever it was at the time uh and the other thing about that is they were giving players money to invest in the platform education sort of just like opportunities to earn more money. 
uh, on the platform. Oopsie, Voyager went away uh, and they lost all their money because they loaned money to people that didn't have money to pay them back to the tune of uh, $2 billion, I believe. Something sort of ridiculous, uh, mm-hmm. three arrows capital. If you into this stuff, and I assure, I'm assured that our listenership is not, but I am. So I know that I, I have the little bit Voyager information. Anyway, uh, so all their money's gone. If they had any money in the platform, it's gone. Any money that was paid to the players, unless they were extremely crypto adept, uh, and all moves it all off their platform onto their own uh, under their own cold wallet. In which case, please NWL players, any any of you who actually did that, uh, get back to me, DM me. I would like to have you on the show and and, and uh, give you a prize. Yeah, uh, but their oh, their money's gone, and they're they're in the same line of creditors with me and everybody else that doesn't know they're gonna get their assets back. There is what do you uh, you know before I get sort of like what the the you know what do you think about that? Obviously, it's uh, unfortunate for the players, but. It, it really is, you know, one of the things, you know, it seemed like uh, from reporting one that most of the the funds to the league was cash, um, but that the the payout, the payout to the players um, was a, as you said, um, almost seemed like a crypto gift. You know, hey, here's a wallet. Mm-hmm. Here's some here's some coins. Um, but two that it doesn't seem like they ever got to that point of paying the players, which, um, yeah, I, I think if I had to guess probably speaks to where they, they probably recognized that this was happening for a while before it happened. Because I think if you were to pay out, if you thought things would rebound and you'd be okay, you would do it when coins are low at the bottom of the market um, they're, you know, you, you and I are the, 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 the good, the most, uh, crypto centric side of this podcast. And, you know, th- things, things are starting to rebound a little bit. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, I think, I think the biggest thing is it's a shame for the players because they, at least all I can see is one, this was going to be a big partnership and, and two, it looks like they've gotten nothing. All right, that's as much crypto as I'm allowed to talk about on this show, and I, I promise you I won't do it again. Uh, so for our listeners, uh, I have a bit of a surprise for you. We have a Julia Rotter interview coming up this week. If you are a Patreon subscriber, it will be already out when you listen to this on Thursday, uh, and it will be locked behind the gates for, for five days. We also have an interview with Bailey Feist uh, that will be released sometime next week. So if you want to get those early and support the show and, and, and sort of make sure that these interview shows make sense to do, go to patreon.com slash rfkrefugees and uh, give us your support. Uh, on behalf of Brian uh, and on behalf of Ted, who is not here today, but we'll be back next week. Uh, this is John, and I will see you next week.